Is evolution the crabby science? Stay tuned. Hi, welcome to Answers News from, um, for Monday, December 12, 2022. Wow, almost the middle of the month, huh? Yeah. Hi, my name is Vody Hodge, uh, one of the speakers, writers, and researchers here at the Ministry of Answers in Genesis. I'm here with Dr. Gabriella Haynes and Rocket Rob, our Hello. rocket engineer. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to be uh, j- diving right into this first subject, crabs. Yeah. Aren't they the only things evolution keeps making? Or crabs aren't the only things that evolution keeps making, an expert explains. But uh, it's tough for me to read that because that's a reification <laughs> fallacy right off the right bat. Right in the title. But does evolution make anything? No. Evolution no. is a concept. No, it's no. a you know? concept. It doesn't so make things. If so. evolution is doing something, run. You should probably yes. run away. Because there's something and messed up help there. Right. right. Yeah. Maybe this crab will chase you. Yes, that's it comes from Science Alert. And, uh, you know, when I read through this article, I was actually shocked at how many logical fallacies. In mm-hmm. fact, I started keeping track of how many there were. Yeah. Um, I just found over and over again. Yeah, reification fallacy after reification fallacy. A lot of reification fallacies begging the question. Yeah, fallacy. Fallacy is something that it yeah. sounds logic, mm-hmm. it sounds right, but it's not. Because it's not, it's not a, there's no consequence mm-hmm. from the, the premises. So it's, it's very important. And I think I always tell everybody... If we learn how to see those fallacies, those things that seem to be logic, but they're not anything, and any mm-hmm. conversation that we have, we're going to be just like, this is a fallacy. This is not logical. This is not right. logical. This is not logical. Because most of the papers that we read, yeah. there's so many illogical stuff that it just easy to see. That's right. Sometimes there's good science. They just yeah. they, they do something illogical trying to mm-hmm. argue. Um, yeah. And this one here, this particular article is talking about crabs, obviously. And mm-hmm. they're arguing that the style of a crab, you know, with the, 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 the five-leg pair sets, huh? um, evolved not just once, but at least five times. Because they're finding things that are not crabs that kind of have a similar design. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it just shocks him. And so they just argue, well, evolution must have done this a whole yeah. bunch of times. Uh, so they're just kind of chalking it up as a reification fallacy. Yeah, the realize. whole theory really is just in hot water, I think. Yeah. Really, ah, it's in you hot know, water. It's just uh, yeah. sustained. But, yeah, I mean, basically, it's, it's like the same thing we see with a lot of these evolution articles. You know, it's just falsely equivocating on that speciation, mm-hmm. you know, variation within a kind with that macro evolution. So at, at the end of the day, what crabs remain... Crabs, crabs, and that's mm-hmm. it. Right. You, you don't see an increase in genetic information, which is what evolution requires. But one of the things I really liked in this article here um, that, that the author says, he says, unfortunately, we can't run evolutionary experiments to see if the same things keep happening because that would take hundreds of millions of years. That's something we say at the, at the ministry here all the time. You can't repeat the past. We can't observe the past. Well, because it's the past, right? So that's, a, that's something we always say all the time. Oh observational versus historical science. So again and again, you know, you're, you're going to see a lot of these, um, you know, assumptions upon assumptions upon assumptions within these kind of articles and realize that they've already rejected God's word and God's design. And instead, they're, sure, they're, they're trying to elevate man's ideas above God's word to try to come up with an idea of the past, trying to use man's idea to do so. So when you see things like hundreds of millions of years, these millions of years, realize that that is simply elevating man's word above God's word that he says in the very beginning. Right. You know, when I uh, was, was reading this, you know, they're talking about these five groups of crabs. And yeah, there's different groups. You could group these things together in different ways, of course. But uh, one thing stuck out to me, you know, is talking about this lar- the largest crab group, you know, which includes an edible crab, the Atlantic blue, blue crab, uh, for example. It says, they had an ancestor that was also crab-shaped. Oh, really? Huh. Wow. Funny. Um, 
But you know what? We expect that. When yeah. we start with God's Word, God created certain kinds of creatures, yeah. and there's variations within those kinds. We expect to see that kind of variation. Uh, yeah, we also expect to see common design types across mm-hmm. different things. You know, like uh, uh, we run around on two legs. Kangaroos run around on, on two legs. Well, they hop around, I guess, on two legs. Yeah. But My kids do, do that too. Oh, they do that too. My <laughs> kids do too as well. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. So th- there's not a problem for God, who's the ultimate designer, to be able to yeah. use yeah. certain features uh, on different creatures. And we see that, for example, if you read the same uh, author, books, mm-hmm. many different books of the same author, we're going to see the same way of writing, mm-hmm. the same... you the same way, the same design. And that's something that God does too. You know, there's nothing about evolution. And what they're arguing here, that those changes are inside of a group, that they're easily can be in the same kind. So it's not a problem at all. Kind is the the level that you can have a lot of uh, reproductive. Usually it's around the family level, but not always. But it can go a little bit uh, higher to order, Order a little bit. uh, um, so, so, yeah, so it's not well, a problem at all. Here, here's what surprised me in this article. I'm reading about crabs. I'm reading about crabs. I'm reading about crabs. And all of a sudden, <laughs> we're reading about dinosaurs and birds. Yeah. Well, when I read this, I, I'm, not from, I'm not from here. I'm not from here. I'm from Brazil. So sometimes I read things, and I'm just like, is it my, it's my English, <laughs> it's working, English today working today, or I'm not understanding what it's saying. It's like, yeah. what does it have to do, crab, yeah. Yeah. with dinosaurs? But because they want to mm-hmm. have all this idea of yeah. evolution, 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 they're just like they picking whatever they, right. they can to show, you know. And right. then they're talking about the evolution of ver- birds from feathered dinosaurs. And there's a lot of articles in the web, uh, org. You can just go and check about it. It has nothing to do. It sounds right. kind of cool and maybe right. Woo. No, but it's not. There's and a Gabby lot of Gabby has some good articles problems. as well online if you guys want to learn more about On that. alleged feathered dinosaurs. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stuff, yeah. yeah. Really good stuff. Yeah. And then they start talking about mammals and... Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, and then some, at, some the end, at, and at the end, of course, so I mean, anytime you want to see an author's mm-hmm. bias, his final takeaway, basically that last paragraph that he wants yeah. to leave you with before you leave the article, always go to the very end to see what that bias is. And at the very end, he goes on to say, are humans really unique? Many of these things that we think uh, that make humans special have been reinvented by evolution elsewhere. And then again, that's the reification fallacy right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, of course, that contradicts. That's contrary to what God's word says, that we are unique. We are different from the animals. We're made in God's image. And that's something we see all the time. You know, Satan constantly tries to deceive the culture with lies, tries to flip God's created order upside mm-hmm. down by basically saying that, you know, are you really that unique? Did God really say it? It's that same Genesis right. 3 attack that we see over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And of course, at the very end, you know, basically saying that, you know, <laughs> maybe we're not any different than some of the aliens that are out there and because they don't really have an answer. So they have to say that maybe this genetic information uh, just developed elsewhere than somehow came to Earth. That's one of the two things we always see in every article. It's right. climate activism, alarmism, um, mm-hmm. and aliens. So. Yeah, the aliens. <laughs> and I'm also surprised that they didn't mention here that the reason why we don't see aliens is because of climate change. I mean, that makes sense to me, right? <laughs> no, you, you, you're laughing, but we have talked about yeah, articles talked about like that. Yeah, there's articles after articles that talk about that. And they that. say, yeah. like, the reason yeah. why we don't see aliens is because of climate change. That's right. I was like... That's insane. That's, that, that's it's crazy. Yeah, sometimes but, I'm at a loss. But that's the idea. Once that you can um, put humans and animals together in the same group, now what you do with an animal that is sick, right? Mm-hmm. Euthanasia. Just, just Euthanasia. like let it go. You, know, you don't want an animal? Just kill it. Yep. Isn't that how, do, how, how they do? So that's the thing is if humans and animals are the same, why can't we do the same? 
And that's what a lot of things, and we're going to be talking about this also. Uh, but that's the strategy. And we have to be very aware of what's happening. And, yeah. and we talked a little bit about logical fallacies as well. If you guys want to learn more about how to spot logical fallacies, especially in a lot of these evolutionary arguments, definitely highly encourage you guys to check out Jason Lyle's book here, mm-hmm. Discerning Truth. It's a real short read here, um, as, as you can read. see. Real, real easy mm-hmm. read. Jason does a really good job of making it very um, easy to comprehend, e- mm-hmm. easy to understand, and really be able to spot these logical fallacies. So that is very powerful to be able to it do is. that and to see again and again all these evolutionary arguments that kind of you, you basically see the same thing over and over again, the begging the question, the yes. firming the consequence, uh, mm-hmm. reification fallacies, yeah. and over and Just over and over Just assuming evolution again. to argue evolution. Yep. Right. You know, exactly. when I read an article like that and I see all these logical fallacies, you know, it, it starts to upset me in one sense, you know, and I start to get crabby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me, me too. <laughs> you got steamed on that one. All right. Let's move on to this next one. This comes from Fox News. Uh, State Department won't tell congressional Republicans where atheist grant money is going. GOP threatens subpoenas. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is interesting because a lot of money has been granted to atheists, particularly in other countries, um, to promote their religion. So the government is funding uh, their religion, but they're not telling them exactly where the money is going or who it's really going to. And, uh, I mean, they went so far as, you know, when when they were told, hey, where's this money going to? Uh, the State Department said there are serious difficulties getting the list. Yeah. Mm. It says grants of up to uh, half a million dollars, too, to organizations committed to the practice and spread of atheism and humanism, Mm -hmm. namely in South and Central Asia and the Middle East and North Africa. Yeah, but there is no difficulty in sending the money, right? The list is hard to to have, but sending the money, whoo, easy, easy. It's not their money, it's our money. Taxpayer dollars here. How much money is being sent to Christians, for example, to... Promote Christianity. Oh, yeah. nothing. That's just not mm-hmm. uh, unheard of. You know, that would be yeah. lawsuits left, right, and center. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, well, yeah. um, you know, so it's frustrating, you know, and so people are asking the question, hey, where's this money? I don't even know where the money's going. Yeah. For that's all we know, problem. it's not even going to an not atheist organization. Yeah, that, that's right? the problem. You <laughs> um, know, like, guess what? We, we put our uh, money there. We work. We put the money there, which is yeah. not a little bit. It's a lot of money. And then someone sends our money to somewhere else, and it's like, hey, I yeah. want to know where. Oh, we, we don't know where the... Instead of putting the money here, it's, it's being sent abroad to yes. support atheism, yes. humanism. And, and really, actually, what I appreciate about this article is, is they say again and again that atheism, secularism, humanism, they are religions, right? Yes. So that's something right. we say all the time here. Everyone is religious. It's not a question of whether you're religious, but which religion, right. yes. which authority are you placing yourself under? Is it God's word or man's word? That's right. There, there's no greater authority than God. Right. Mm-hmm. His word comes with the authority of God himself. And anytime you try to object to God and his word, you're basically elevating your own thoughts, or at least other people's thoughts, to mm-hmm. supersede God and His Word. That's the religion of humanism in its broadest sense. Mm-hmm. And there's two forms. There's uh, non-secular forms, and there's secular forms. All the non-secular forms lead to things like Eastern mysticism, or counterfeits of Christianity, That's or right. moralistic religions, think of mm-hmm. Buddhism, stuff like that. But then there's the secular forms of humanism, and that's what's dominating the Western world. In fact, these religions are all over in state schools, in the secular media. Books. Yep, they're, they're in textbooks. They're all over the place. You know, atheism, agnosticism, even uh, uh, climate activism cult uh, that's out there. Sexual humanism, when you think of uh, LGBT and transgender mm-hmm. and all that, that's part of this religion. Yeah. Gender identity. Um, Elevating their sexual mm-hmm. ethics to be the ultimate standard. Right, naturalism, that nature is all there is. There's no supernatural, no God. And so, you know, we see this religion being practiced and being uh, funded, really, at just mm-hmm. about every level of government. 
Um, and yet at the same time, they say, oh, no, 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 we don't support religion. You, you, you can't have that. But all the while, they, they are supporting religion, yes, just not Christianity. At yeah. the same time, I mean, you think about the United States, right? For a long time, we were a Christian nation. We were founded on biblical principles. And I mean, just, just to show of hands, do you guys think America is becoming more Christian or less Christian over time? Less Christian, less Christian, right? I mean, yep. that's, that's pretty easy to see. Less Christian over the time. And so we're seeing that transition, basically, that America and really just the Western culture itself right. really um, didn't become, you know, uh, neutral or non-religious. Really, they kicked out Christianity and substituted it for this secular humanistic mm-hmm. idea. And that's why we're seeing these type of things happening around yeah. us today. And we funding. And we are funding all funding yeah, that type of... of Religion. Yep. <clears throat> All right, here's one that might uh, be a little closer to home for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. American girl is accused of stripping away all innocence in a book that teaches children as young as three how to change gender by asking doctors for puberty blockers. This comes yeah. from Daily Mail, and they are being ripped in the public square right now as a result of this. American girl dolls are uh, pushing for transgender and uh, encouraging girls to consider mm-hmm. other options and hormone therapy and things like that. And I'll tell you what, a lot of parents have just like, whoa, back up. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, that, that, that's hitting in front and And they're center. teaching them how to do even without their parents knowing. Yeah. Yes, and when you're talking about kids, <laughs> yep. it's the age that they marketed is between three, three as early years as three, old well, yep. and 12. Mm-hmm. Can you, can you see that? Three years old being attacked by things like that and yeah. 12 years old. It's just in between all of those ages, it's just so hard to yep. see. And that brings the responsibility for us, mm-hmm. parents, mm-hmm. grandparents, family, to be watching over those things. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, they say here, they say, if you haven't gone through puberty yet, the doctor might offer medicine to delay your body's changes, giving you more time to think about your gender identity. But the thing is, by the time you take those blockers, it's already too late. The train's already left the station. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the permanent damage is already setting in. And every time I see articles like this, I just think of two words, child abuse, because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just depravity on full display right here. And just a reminder that there is a war on children happening all around us, a war on the yeah. family unit that's happening. Really, our culture is at war with God and God's design for the family unit. And we're seeing this again and again with articles like this. It reminds me of Matthew 18, 6, which says, whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it'd be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and drowned in the depth of the sea. So again, that should be a reminder for us. We need to stop supporting companies like that, that are that are helping really Satan, our enemy, because Satan yeah. hates the family unit, mm-hmm. right? It's a reminder that we're in the hates spiritual life. battle, not just for the right. physical lives of our children, but for the, their souls too. We are in the spiritual battle. So let's stop supporting companies like this right. to help Satan destroy the family unit. Right. Right. Yeah. And, uh, American Girl, uh, the particular book is A Smart Girl's Guide to Body Image. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what's uh, all throughout here. And uh, American Girl is actually owned by Mattel, the same ones who own Barbie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've got a transgender Barbie doll out now and uh, all sorts of things like that. So kids are really being hit, sometimes in a very subtle way when they're not expecting it. Mm-hmm. You know, as a father uh, of uh, three daughters who each have American Girl dolls, it makes me wonder if uh, my, my daughters are ever going to get anything new American Girl mm-hmm. now that I know the direction that mm-hmm. they've been moving. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So. 
And it just it just kind of cracks me up too. You know, you, they they still have to use that label girl. And you think about why? Why do they right. have to label a girl still? Because they're girl still presupposing really yeah. that standard of gender. Because they're made in God's image. We're living in right. God's created order. Girls they can't get away from it. Having right. to use that boys and girls because we all know. Are they going to change the name now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be American thinking. girl. Now. I mean, why yeah. bother even using these labels if gender is fluid, just a social American construct? possible girl. Yeah. So you and, see and that inconsistency. <laughs> Reminds me about yep. something. I saw a T-shirt like a transgender, you know, those kind of stuff. And then when you you press to the button to buy, you have to pick feminine or ma- oh, female or, or male. <laughs> yeah. They only have two there, and All it's right. just like you know, it's so inconsistent. So inconsistent. And we as parents, we have to see those inconsistencies and teach our kids, hey, see, this is the, it does, it's not making any sense here. Because mm-hmm. they have, as you said, they have to presuppose boys and girls. Why? Because there's only boys and girls. Because we inherently already know that to be yes. true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. All right. This next one comes from fizz.org. The oldest known members of an evolutionary group that includes all living lizards and their closest extinct relatives. So yeah. this is uh, a, a fossil that's been... Are you excited? We've got one on fossils. Our yeah. Paleontologist yeah. yeah. Um, they find a fossil I, I get excited, but not excited because what they talk about is so blah, blah, blah that you just like, ah, uh, okay. Uh, so they find a fossil and it wasn't exciting. Obviously don't need to scale back that <laughs> excitement. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, they, they find this lizard that in the secular world, they claim it's what, about, about 145? 145 million. Yeah. million uh-huh. years old. And, you know, they claim they've been around since, what, about 250 million mm-hmm. years old. And they, and they say it like as a known fact, too. They say lizard evolution is known to cover more than 250 million years. But how do they know that, Gabby? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, let's look <laughs> at this question. fossil. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's look at this for a moment. So this fossil is almost identical to the ones today. Well, the reason what? why they know it's a lizard from 250 years, it's because they're comparing the lizard that they see now mm-hmm. with the fossil. And what it's amazing, 250 yeah. years, no change, nothing changed. It's still the same. And the only right. difference is some teeth, they said. Yeah, some, some rows of teeth. Slight variations yep. in the yeah. teeth. That's it. The dumb luck. Wow. <laughs> you know, and, that, and that, that's why I say, like, oh, it's cool. They found a fossil, yeah. but it just there's so many blah, blah, blah here that you don't even like, okay, this is just not cool. Now, let's yeah. think of this big picture. Here they have this, this lizard that's almost identical to the ones today. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, we would call that a living fossil, but it's not exactly uh, uh, identical to what it was. There's a slight variation in there. Um, but it's hardly changed. Mm-hmm. Yet at the same time, they would say theropod dinosaurs from 65 million years ago evolved into things like hummingbirds and yeah. ostriches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yet those uh, yeah. teeth t- slightly 145 Thousand. And then we, we're talking about 145 million years, but we have talked already about fossils that it's 450 million years. This with no change. And yeah, then now they're no talking change. about the, di- the dinosaurs just turning into birds yeah. and it's 65 million. Like, even in their perspective, that's not a, a good time right. for all of those changes to happen mm-hmm. because it's, right. it's a, lot of, a lot of changes. Right. Now, when it comes to this alleged millions of years, it's not millions of years. Mm-hmm. They're getting this idea of millions of years from rock layers. That's where That's it's right. coming from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they look at these different rock layers. I put some up here on the board. You know, you might think of the Cretaceous, Jurassic, or Triassic. That's where we find dinosaur fossils, mm-hmm. for example. Um, the, but the 250 million year mark in their perspective is kind of between that Permian and Triassic. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to give you an idea, kind of look, see that, uh, that lower white line there. But 
when, when we look at this, we're looking at the exact same fossils. We're looking at the exact same rock layers. It's not an argument over the evidence. We're all looking at the same evidence. The difference is the interpretation. Mm-hmm. We're thinking in terms of the Bible's history where there's a worldwide massive global flood that accounts for the vast majority of those rock layers. Mm-hmm. We've had rock layers since that time. Yeah. But most are from the flood of Noah's day. So where are those dinosaurs at? Well, they're in those three rock layers that I just mentioned. Boom, yeah. flood sediment. Talking mm-hmm. about flood sediment. They all died yep. the same year. One right. thing isn't evolving into something else. This stuff that they have buried from what they say 250 million years ago or the stuff 145 million years, they're buried the same year. One right. didn't change into the other. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, it's something we say all the time. The evidence doesn't speak for itself like you hear all the time. The fossils, the rocks, they speak for themselves. And again, that's a reification <laughs> You don't want the rock speaking to you. But again, there's, um, there's no that. such thing as a neutral coming to the evidence. Everyone has an interpretation. They all have a worldview that you have to interpret the evidence right. with. And that's what we were getting Just at. That's what we want to do. We want to start with God and his word yep. as the worldview by right. which we look at the evidence. Right. There's no greater authority than God. Right. Be crazy for me yeah. as a Christian. Because when you go back, when you to. go back to this idea of millions of years, that was just all came from their mind. Mm-hmm. It just like, yeah. it's nothing in a lab. It just like from their mind, they thought that that was millions of years. And that's how they start right. talking about you know? Right. For example, all these different rocklers, they just assumed there were no major catastrophes in the mm-hmm. past, like a global flood. Yep. They yeah. assumed the Bible was wrong, and those rocklers were laid down slowly and gradually right. over millions and billions of years. Yeah. But yeah, they yeah. already reject God and mm-hmm. His Word and His accounts. There. That's yeah, right. That's true. All right. This next one's kind of shocking. Actually, it comes from the Daily Wire. Yeah. A disabled veteran and Paralympian asked for a wheelchair ramp. Can we go back to the lizard one? Yeah, oh, I think lizard's better. I like the lizard one. Canada's <laughs> VA offered to help her commit suicide instead. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just a reminder that we're living in a culture of death right now, a culture that loves death. Like it says in Proverbs 836, if you reject God, if you, you hate God, death. you ultimately love yeah. death. And this is just another example of that culture of death and the culture of chaos, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just think about how crazy and insane this response mm-hmm. is. But at the same time, I mean, it's, it, it is consistent, consistent. with right. their naturalistic yeah. worldview, naturalistic worldview, evolutionary worldview. If everything is just matter in motion, everything is meaningless, then what is the difference between spare cats and spare people? There really is no mm-hmm. difference. And so that's why they need a mind and a heart transformation. That's really what, what they need. Apparently, this hasn't happened once. There's been multiple cases yeah. of this. At least one Say at least employee four. Had, had four cases here involved. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it shocks me. But the one thing that really got me when I looked at this, guess what they call this? Medical assistance in dying. Maid. Maid. Yeah. Do you want a maid? You want a maid? Yeah. Well, who wouldn't say yes to that? Right. Yeah. Especially when you're struggling and hurting. Would you like a mate? Yeah, yeah okay. Let's go, get, yeah. Uh, let's go get the right gas. You know, I mean, it almost reminds you of a gas chamber or something like yeah, that when seriously. you hear that. But, yeah. I mean, the, the evil that's going on in this, it's, and, it's shocking. And something I always think about, I mean, in terms of these assisted suicides, this euthanasia, I mean, you think about it, these people, if they're not in Christ... What's going to happen? Well, yeah. th- that suffering is only going to get worse, and yeah. it's going to be for eternity, and that's really what it comes down to. So it's a reminder that we're all going to die. Ten out of ten people die, right? And we're living in the sin, cursed, and broken world. It's because of Adam's disobedience against Almighty God. That's why we have death and suffering in the world. But we look forward to that day where everything will be restored. We'll have the new heavens and the new earth restored. And that's why it's only found in Christ. It's something we say all the time at the ministry. We're a gospel-centered ministry. We point people to Jesus Christ who says, I am the way the truth and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So really we have only two options here. We have Christ or chaos and that's what it comes down to. Alright, this next one comes from Fox News. Again, lizard? Can we go back? Oh, yeah, let's go back, be to, nice the lizard to, back to the Come lizard. On. At least the lizard doesn't talk back, right? Right, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, extinction activist wants humans to voluntarily die out. Feed them, don't breed them. Make you be the first test subject, buddy? Yeah, no, he's not. Well, he's already been born, so he, he would discount himself. You know, oh, how convenient that, that, that's oh, the case. But he, he wants people to stop having children and, you know, basically go against, you know, passages in the Bible like Genesis 9-6. Yep. And you, be fruitful and multiply, increase greatly on the earth and multiply in it. You know, we see that from Genesis chapter 1 uh, right. forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, having, being, being fruitful and multiply is actually a blessing from God. Yeah. And here we have people... That's- God Again, calls kids yep. blessings, you yep. know, it's, there's yep. nothing in the Bible that mentioned that a child, your kid, it's nothing but a blessing from God. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior yeah. is what the Bible says. Yeah. I always say the fathers all the time, what warrior doesn't want to go to battle with more arrows uh-huh. in his quiver. And, yeah. and so basically what we're seeing with articles like this, Satan's trying to take God's commands and again, trying to flip, flip them upside down. Like yeah. basically he's trying to say that children are, are parasites, they're infections for the earth, which of course is contrary, like we were mm-hmm. saying to God's word, that they are tremendously precious. They're gifts from God. We also see, you know, the command to be fruitful and multiply, to have dominion over creation. Yeah. And then where this one says, no, it's creation that has dominion over man. So you see that flipping upside down of all of God. God's created order. And it's just another example of man wanting to be his own God. It goes back to Genesis mm-hmm. chapter 3, uh, you know, when, when Satan was trying to uh, deceive by saying, be like God, knowing good and evil. You know, he's been a liar and yeah. murderer from the beginning. And this and is the same what, tactic. Th- this, uh, th- this guy who's uh, really pushing this, he, he's got very strong religious convictions. Mm-hmm. Let me just read. He, and this is from the article. And he, he then laid out his ideology's optimal conclusion, quote, and if we all stop procreating, we'll go extinct slowly. We'll clean up our messes as we go, and the biosphere, what's left of it, will have a chance to recover. For what? As an atheist, why, why care, right? Right. So what? Uh, it, it's all about nature worship. That's called mm-hmm. pantheism. It it's, it's paganism yeah. is what that is. And we see that in Romans, right? Yeah. Romans worshiping, yep. yeah, worshiping the creation. We should be caring for creation, creature, but, but we shouldn't creator. be worshiping it. But you right. actually see that borrowing from Christianity. You, you see yeah. that. I mean, why even bother about, right. about taking care of creation? You see, that's a biblical concept. So he takes that, mm-hmm. but he takes it into a ditch. You know, right. he basically takes it and he starts right. worshiping it rather than having true dominion like God says we're supposed right. to. And it's interesting the terminology that people use. You know, he later suggested that, quote, reproductive freedom is the most important thing we need today. Now, would he agree then that people have the reproductive freedom to have as many children as they want? Oh, for sure not. No. You see, when he says reproductive freedom, he means the reproductive freedom to not have children, uh, to basically kind of impose that and push it. But what's the point? Mm -hmm. Even in their worldview, this hopeless, atheistic, evolutionary, naturalistic worldview, Mm -hmm. in 99 trillion years... Nothing would have mattered. Yeah. Why does mm-hmm. one bag of matter care about a bigger bag of matter, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's right. just, it just stars, stardust, just protoplasm, chemicals. Stardust, chemicals. Yes. Mm-hmm. You see the inconsistency there. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, well. All right. It breaks my heart. But it does. We need to get back to God and his word. Can we go back to the lizard one now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, science alert. The Y chromosome is slowly vanishing. Yeah. A new sex gene could be the future of men. Sorry, Bodhi. Just, you know. <laughs> oh, boy, I, I read this, and I actually talked to our geneticist, Dr. Georgia Purdom, and we sat down mm-hmm. and uh, looked at this one because this article has hardly any substance to it. Now, it, here's what it is. The X chromosome is big. The Y chromosome is smaller. Okay? So they assumed that both were the same size at one point, and the Y chromosome portion has really diminished going True. down, and so it's, it's lost all this, so it's going away. 
So that's 100% pure an assumption. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have never observed this. Mm-hmm. They've never repeated this. No. The Y chromosome is doing exactly what the Y chromosome is supposed to do. Right. And uh, they assume a big portion of this Y chromosome is non-coding DNA. That's what they use now. They use that term instead of junk DNA. You guys remember that old term, junk DNA? They say, it's all oh, that's useless stuff. Well, they don't say junk DNA because every time they call it junk DNA, people figure <laughs> out it's got out, a purpose. Yeah. That's right. So now they're saying non-coding DNA. But at the same time, it's still, they even showed in here, it does have a purpose That's right. um, in some instances. But um, um, it, it's just fascinating. When I read this, I was just like, okay, they really don't have a leg to stand on when you look at this from a big Yeah, picture. and that's why it's very important. We have to see any paper we read, the assumptions. We have to go mm-hmm. on, like, what they're trying to conceive here. Uh, um, what conceive the ass- here? Yeah. That was, yeah, that was really I see good you on did you. there. That's a good word. <laughs> Conceive, yeah. Yeah, okay. you can see. Oh, you did a pun yeah. and you didn't even yeah. know it. Oh, my goodness. And then when you have to see, explain them, no, it's... too much, oh. I think. She's, yeah, we're starting, I was, to, we're starting I know, to rub I off. In my mind, I was like, am I using the right word in English or no? No, uh-huh. you nailed it. <laughs> yes. Uh, because if we know the assumptions, it's very easy to see where they're going to go which way they're going to go. And that's, that's just the assumption. It's just like they right. see something smaller. It's like, oh, it wasn't the same size. So now they're gonna dis- it's going to disappear. So it's very important to go right. and check the assumptions because a lot of the papers that we read, they don't have a lot of right. uh, uh, substance. Right. It well, cracks me up, though, when the Y chromosome is going to be uh, so-called so ex- uh, vanished. It says, the expected lifetime of our Y chromosome estimates between infinity and a few thousand years. <laughs> That's quite a range. <laughs> infinity to a few to thousand infinity years. infinity and yeah. like, beyond. Well, like that's not even the real range. Guys. They're also oh trying to justify goodness. this because they found some rodents with no Y chromosome. And they thought, oh, if there's no Y chromosome, they've already lost it. Yeah. So we're on the way to losing it too. But here's the thing. The information within that Y chromosome is actually coded there. It's just not coded the same way. It's just it's uh-huh. gone up a little differently. It also goes against all the transgenderism <laughs> stuff we were talking about earlier because it yeah. says right here, to reproduce, we need sperm and we need men meaning that the end of the Y chromosome could herald the extinction of the human race. Again, I mean, that just right. contradicts what everything that we're saying mm-hmm. in the culture. So you just see right. that inconsistency over and over well, you again. Know, we, we have a, a book that really deals with a lot of these evolutionary arguments, uh, looking for the fallacies, for example, using discerning mm-hmm. truth. But we deal with some of that stuff in here as well. We have a book called Glass House. Don't let it scare you. Uh, the book Glass House, Shattering the Myth of Evolution. We have a play on words there. Um, and that's what it is. We're dealing with a lot of these evolutionary arguments. What about chromosome 2 fusion? Um, aren't humans and chimps 98% similar? Whale evolution, horse evolution, antibiotic resistance. A lot of this stuff that you would find in a lot of textbooks that high school and college kids are mm-hmm. really being drilled with, uh, natural selection mutations and so forth. But powerful book, Glass House. I want to encourage you to really consider that Really easy way one. to actually understand, too. It's written at a great level as well, so anyone can understand it. Right. We also have some uh, uh, books on Christmas. Yeah. We even have a little miniature uh, track to witness to people called Happy Holidays. We have mm-hmm. The War on Christmas here. Beautiful book. Yeah. Really dives into a lot of the questions that people ask about Christmas. Deals with a lot of the misconceptions. I'm still surprised how many people have misconceptions uh, over different uh, aspects of Christmas. Now, there are certain things, pagan ideas that have been mm-hmm. uh, infiltrated into Christmas. And, of course, you have to be discerning on these types of things as well. But uh, those are a powerful set uh, to really deal with this. Yeah. One of the things that I like about Happy Holidays is it goes through the 12 days of Christmas. That's right, 12 days of Christmas. Um, yeah. You know, it's interesting. You and I, uh, Rob, uh, Rocket Rob and I have a little show yeah. on YouTube. And we uh, actually went through those 12 days. A lot of people don't realize there's actually 12 days it's of Christmas. more than just a song. It's, mm-hmm. the, it's the day after Christmas all the way up to the Feast of Epiphany, which is January 6th. That's when the Christmas season officially ends, is January 6th. One day after Bodhi's birthday. 
by the way. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in that. I'm, I'm in that uh, 12 days. That's but right. they don't celebrate my birthday for me. <laughs> Only Bobby does. But. but yeah, we do have uh, a Keeper of the Kingdom. This is our next answers VBS. So I want to encourage people to look into that. I know it's around Christmas time, but people are already thinking that mm-hmm. for next year, uh, wanting to get ready. So uh, uh, a lot, a uh, lot about that going on. But uh, that's all the time we have for you today. I'm Bodie Hodge with. Uh, Rocket Rob over here and Dr. Gabriella Haynes, our paleontologist. God bless you all. God bless. God bless.